shitty episodes we got this baby this is what all the year culminates to that's right the final countdown even though it's no longer 2016 but damn it the top six songs of the year if you want to hear more europe watch hot rod by the lonely island oh maybe you should just go watch pop star by the lonely island sure your, your new Christmas gift. I got. will watch it eventually, <laughs> whenever there's not a Disney movie on my fucking TV. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode uh, 0218 of The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Ooh. As promised, we're just going to get right into it. This is our best songs of the year. But before that, I said uh, last week they were going to share some of the feedbacks we've been getting in the last few yeah. episodes. So uh, when we posted our most disappointing albums of 2016 onto the internet, we got some really good feedback. Uh, some of which are as follows. I know it's a matter of opinion, but the new Amorosa album is one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best album ever, but it's not the shittiest album ever. Uh, another another post about the According Amorosa record. Uh, everyone really has forgotten the Amorosa record, which, in my opinion, is worse than simply thinking it's really bad. <laughs> Whoa. It's got, it's got a point there. That's like a, a negative, like yeah. below zero review. Uh, let's see what we got here. Did this, do we know who? Do we want to announce these people? Okay. Uh, username Zetish. Zetish. Yeah. So username Dance Shomo Dance. Never uh. heard of him. Uh, <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly about Amorosa of Mice and Men and Memphis May Fire. Utter garbage, IMO. Uh, I admit I didn't hate A7X as much as you guys, but it was still way too long and too much filler. Jeezy crazy. That album took for days. I actually really like Polyenso. Not my top 10 album. That's but right. I thought it was still excellent. I'm excited to hear your top ten list. At this point, there are three or four albums I know will be on your list. He's a devoted listener to our fans. So yes. For our show. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Of Mice and Men's Restoring Force album got me into them. I'm more of a fan of the cleans, but with hints of the uncleans. Uh, so I so I look so kind people... of forward to hearing their 2016 album, which they apparently released. So he had no idea that the new... Of my Sin Men album came out because he's uh, such a big just fan. Just so you guys know, like all this information is available on the internet. If For you just free. if you just Google your favorite band, you can find out when their next albums are coming out. If you check back, we got more comments on uh, some of the most disappointing albums of 2016. I might be in the minority, but I didn't think Memphis May Fire and Amity's albums were bad. Are they astounding? No, no. But don't think that they. But I don't think that they deserve the hate. Cold World, on the other hand. LOL. <laughs> LOL indeed. It's one of those things where we went, in, six. we went into Memphis May Fire expecting to hate it. I didn't want to listen to it, and Mike Mike shamed me into <laughs> listening to it. We're just it's we're not the we're not the fan. We're not the people we're not for the, it. The, this album's not it's for us. Just not for so us. So that comment actually uh started a, a spirited debate, which I won't get into. <laughs> Uh, Epic Russia says... Back and forth between you and him? No, I, I'm not commenting oh. on anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, Epic Russia says, uh, a, a Day to Remember deserves a mention here. It's a good album, but they say it should have... But they said it would be more heavy than their last recombined. Didn't hold up to that promise. <laughs> Every time a band says it's their heaviest album, it's, it's going to be softest. bad. It's going to be probably their worst album. 
because every band will say that to you. They will lie to you, and when you love them, they will keep on creating terrible shit over and over again until you fucking die. Oh, wait. Mr. MRC182 <laughs> said, I actually like Amity's new album. Cold World Can Die, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite comment of all of these. Cold world can die. Uh, let's see. So, so moving on. Uh, uh, when I posted uh, on the internet about our best albums of 2016, here's what you had to say. Ooh, I haven't heard any of these. Xfed says, finally, someone notices Capsize. That album was amazing. Damn straight. So our uh, so uh, dance show mo dance again. Never heard of him. Posted his <laughs> top ten list, and it's a big list. So yes, and he gave us good de- good explanations for all of his albums. Yeah, he, and he gave great explanations why. So I'm going to be I and and what I love about this list is that I I haven't heard of most of this stuff. So I will right. be looking forward to I think checking that out. You will you be joining me? Sure. Okay. I got no problem with so that. I'll, I'll 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 give these like a skim over, and if, I, if there's something that I feel like you need to listen to, I'll just throw you, it your way. You can filter out the fluff. Is that I'll what you're trying to say? Filter out the fluff, baby. <laughs> I think he had put the Polar album on his list, right? Uh, the you, you had Polar, Polar similar by Norma Jean. Oh, there's a sorry. Band called Polar. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got that mixed up. Uh, let's see. So again, somebody just kind of commented. Uh, Heedweed uh, commented on DSD's uh, comment because uh, he mentioned this pop punk band that i never heard of before called pup so he elaborates going glad to see some love for pup uh they have a big feature they have a big future ahead of them and i can't wait to see them grow they so. were they were on alternative press 20 albums of the year oh is that right apparently they don't know how to rank them in any particular order so right. they just said here's 20 albums that we really like here's a quick google search that we're exactly. going to turn into an article <laughs> and majority of them were on mike and mine's top 10s mm-hmm. or or honorable mentions. All right, man. So, do you have uh, anything to, 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 to say before we get started? I don't know. Let's what do, do what day it, is it? Where it, am I? It's it's twenty seventeen. It's twenty seventeen. Second week of twenty seventeen. January tenth. Yeah, sure. No. Ninth. It's January 9th. That's it. Oh God. Hopefully, this New Year's was better than the last. Sorry, I've been listening to a lot of Counting Crows. Oh. It's been a long 2015, and there's reason to believe. <laughs> so we're going to do a little bit of cleanup before we start off this episode. <laughs> please, please, please subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, if you can, if you can spare the time, please go ahead and um, uh, leave a nice little review. Save your honest, uh, Give us your honest thoughts on the show. That'll definitely help us out and give us some more exposure uh, in the podcast world. Speaking of some exposure... We'd like some of that exposure money, baby. Go to the skinny with Mike and Adam dot blogspot dot com or Facebook dot com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. Check out our Amazon affiliate link. If you want to buy something on Amazon, Amazon, just go ahead and click just that link. Click through there. That's all you gotta do, baby. It's pretty, I did it this morning, a week ago this morning. <laughs> yep. And I bought my Cubs DVDs because you know I have to own all seven games of the World <laughs> Series on Blu-ray. Yep. So I bought that. And and it was really really easy. Yep. It went right through, and I hope as we got as soon as you click that it. link, it takes you right to Amazon, and you can just go ahead and just buy whatever you, you didn't want. Even, you didn't even have to like type in the skinny offercode.blogspot.com slash Amazon or any of that Offer shit. Offer code. I hate the skinny with Mike and Adam. Their podcast sucks, and Adam yes. always like sucks Mike's dick all the time, and Mike loves to like jizz everywhere. <laughs> That's a really long offer code. Don't, don't type that in. Don't type that in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, shall we get started, man? I think that's all. Uh, well, check out the check out our friends at themeltingpod.net, particularly uh, Shit Rick Says or Shenanigans with Rick Wellbanks. Yes, the good times that were mm. the Shenanigans podcast. Yes. 
Cody, you need to stop making fun of us. You're hurting our feelings. <laughs> our feelings are so hurt. You know, I listen to a lot of old episodes, like when, you know, when Rick and Cody and us were going back and forth. Yes. Um, I, I didn't sound like I was being very nice. Oh. I sounded very passive aggressive and, oh, like, no. and like some would even say bitchy. Oh no. Is and, that why is that why is that why Cody LeBlanc like <laughs> doesn't like us anymore? Cody LeQuay, yes. Cody LeQuay. Um I, that might be why. Well he doesn't listen to the show. He so. doesn't listen to it, so all I all I wanted to put out there was that I I wasn't trying to be bitchy. Although I like I like pissed myself off by my tone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, what a little bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh So no no just It's keep... all in good fun, guys. We don't actually hate each other. At least I don't think Cody hates us. I don't think so. We never met him. No. So we never know if we actually met them and just be like, you know, chop our heads off or something. Probably. Rick looked like he could with, with a Viking axe. I know. It's a little scary. <laughs> all right, man. Okay, let's what's get next? started with our top six songs of Numero the year. Six. I hope you guys listened to our episode last week. That was good fun. Or else you'll have no idea what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> so what? pause this one, listen to the other one. Six, and then... what a weird number. Okay, so from one of the best albums of the year. Oh, yes. Dare I say the best album of the year? How can one deny the incredible intro that is to Painkillers? The title the track. Painkillers. The title track of Painkillers. Now, how does one decipher if Painkillers is a better song than Nobody Wins, as I discussed last week? Again, you're wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I can't answer that question. All you know is that, that, that that's how you feel in the tingles and your jingles. All I know is I didn't want to have Brian Fallon songs right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But this is, this is the... Because in my, in my way of looking at this album... And the narrative that you've spun in yes. your head. Wonderful Life is about the breakup. And it's about her writing about, that's why I'm breaking up with you, is because I want a wonderful life. Sure. So this is the beginning of the demise song, because it's track two. Yeah. So he's slowly devolving and lamenting about everything he did wrong yeah. with, his, uh, with his relationship. And, you know, finding, finding some painkiller remedy through music and I love that he he equates love to a drug and relationships are the painkillers yes. to that oh and it fucking metaphors man perfectly into track three where he's off like partying it up with the young kids again yep he's like man I sure wish that girl I loved was with me yep. but I'm gonna just keep partying here with these kids until I it'll threw be good. my heart into the sea oh yeah letting her go but he won't do that for three more tracks. <laughs> so, everything about this chorus is perfect. Everything about this verse is perfect. Yep. You're going to notice a trend from six through one that everything is going to be perfect. Everything is perfect. <laughs> Just take our word for it, guys. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and listen. I'm going to post in a couple of days uh, a, a playlist uh, of all these songs on Facebook. So go ahead and follow us on there. And you can listen to the songs in its entirety without annoying commentary over it. got to see this song live twice this year. We did. Oh, he's still on if, tour. I wonder if that influenced your list at all. No. It could have. It's just the greatest song. Yep. <laughs> it's just the number six song of the year. Don't you want a little relief? Two painkiller songs. I gotta say that your restraint, I'm very proud of you for okay. only putting two songs so far. So far. <laughs> and you're top I can't 12 say list. anything. I can't tell you what's coming, but there's 
certain songs. I don't, I don't know. Maybe we might, we might hear more songs from Painkillers. I don't know. Maybe well, there's, there's later. maybe one one song from you, Max. You don't know oh, me. God. I can listen to this album every day of my life. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. <laughs> it, you know, I went. I just went back and did a whole Gaslight, Horrible Crows, and then threw in the Brian Fallon solo, solo album yep. after Get Hurt. And I'm like, this all fits well. This all fits yeah, well. and he he does a great job of like, of like, hey, creating like a musical through line through all of his musical projects. It's it's so good. It works well. So fucking good. I'm so fucking sad right now. And I just wish I had all of the time in the world to devote to like tearing it all apart and breaking it down. But usually I'm like at work and I'm doing work while I'm listening to these albums, and I, I just can't devote the time mm-hmm. to it. I just know I love him. But anyway, we just listened to a song. A very painful breakup. Painful. I mean, I mean, about a breakup that was so hard. He relates it to drug use. Yes, and, and as we learned, the only real cure is crack. Is heroin and crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was another song that and came death, out. death, I guess. There was another song that came out this year. We may have heard it already the last few weeks, mm-hmm. um, but it's another song about a very painful breakup. So painful, in fact, that. Uh, you don't even want to refer to the person by what they are now. Their new title. This is a new. This is a song by Bayside. Oh yes, called it is. Two letters. This is off their new song, new album, Vacancy. This is the I, opening track. I believe I played this song when I put Bayside at my number five. Number five. No, six. Album six of the album year. of the year. Yep. Practically perfect album. This one weak song, in my opinion. Um, but yes, this song made me made me say, oh. I think Mike found a new favorite album. Oh! As soon as I heard this song, you thought this was my number one album of the year. Well, I when I first heard it, yeah. I said I think Mike found his new favorite album. <laughs> but then I realized it wasn't your favorite album. Uh, yeah, this is a song about that awkwardness of being with someone for so long, calling them baby, calling them my love, calling them honey, all these cute pet names, yes. and now all of a sudden they're just two letters. E- X sounds dirty. This X sounds dirty. so permanent. It sure does. Oh, and you know, just just that, just that feeling of like, I don't want this to be final. I don't want like X sounds so final. I think it's, mm-hmm. excuse me. I, I think it's the line, and oh, so it's, by, it's, by the time this album came out in August, during your arc of a year that yes. was 2016, terrible, terrible first half of the year. Yes. Did you think that you had kind of you were kind of sick of listening to breakup songs by August? Um, where you're just like, God damn it, I've been through enough this year. I don't want to listen to one more album about a shitty breakup. I will admit, when I, I, <laughs> as soon as I heard the song and I realized what it was what it was about, mm. I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I've been no. through so much no, already. No, no, no more relatability, please. I can't handle this anymore. This could be heartbreak. Rip me to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, it, it, that ripped me to shreds for different reasons, though. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's sort of cathartic, though, when you like to... to to, mm-hmm. to realize that you're not alone and that people there are other people who experience these same things same exact things that you're experiencing too mm-hmm. and through music it's a good way of healing it's a good way of trying to move on and trying to f- and trying trying to leave the past behind but you know but sometimes when, when it's around all the time like it's hard to leave it behind you wanted to move out of your house yet you I still wanted, live there I do <laughs> I have to well you know just like my therapist said I have to try to f- find ways of disassociating 
all those memories from something that's inanimate like a house. And create some goddamn new ones. To create some goddamn new ones. God damn it. Until I'm ready to move out of the house. Yes. Yeah. And burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is no, it. I, I, I really, this album grew on me so much yeah. over the course of the last four months. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's your number six album. I know. It wasn't that great when I first heard it. Uh-huh. And I think hearing him on Lead Singer Syndrome before the album came out kind of hyped me up a little mm-hmm. bit because I knew exactly what it was going to be about. Yeah. And, you know, I could get lost in the in the lyrical content. Yeah, the lyrical content for at least the Vacancy album is really the highlight of it. And I feel like Two, two Letters is... is is the peak already it's, it, it, it is the opening track but I feel like it is the best song on this one uh, you know Adam really likes the closing track where you know he's kind of uh, accepting that like <laughs> if I could die today that'd be fine well I, I grew to accept that song as a good yeah. song I, it's not my favorite track okay Rum Springer obviously Rum was Springer my favorite is a really good song yeah. and Mary was my Mary is a really song. good song I, I almost this chose, is number three I almost chose Mary as one of my favorite songs or as my favorite song. it, it's, it seems to be the one that doesn't fit but then you just are kind of like looking at it from a nostalgia perspective but no it's good so adam mentioned the uh the arc that was my 2016 Uh, going going forward with this list you might we might see a lot of relatable songs that's okay and that's okay because what's great about 2017 even though it just barely started yes two weeks into it two weeks in is that the future is unwritten. It's already starting off better than the beginning of 2016. It goddamn better well be. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're not in 2017 yet. I, I'm Mike so felt scared. the same way on December 26, 2015. Oh, God. <laughs> and then all hell broke loose. So, <clears throat> so we're moving on to my number five. Five song of the yes. year. Yes. So I just, again, feel like things are just going to keep getting better and better. I believe that my my top or my my six or sorry my seven through twelve, I just, you know looking back on them throughout the course of the last several weeks, I'm just like I don't know if these are like the bestest songs of the year, but I can at least say with my top six, these are the definitely bestest songs. Granted, when it comes to my top four, I have no idea what order. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to go with the order that I'm in right now, okay. where I was this morning when I listened to them for the final time. Okay, cool. But as for my number five song. We've already discussed this band. This is my first crossover. But this would be my favorite song mm. from Tidal Wave. We don't go in there. About the how, why, where. This is from Taking Back Sunday off of Tidal Wave. So as we've discussed, the middle, middle third of this album is a little rough. Yeah. But... Coming out of that third into the final third with this song mm-hmm. makes it was a good transition, yes. leading into a couple of not so great songs. But still, this track, <laughs> this album, if anything, is just unevenly paced, a little bit, very inconsistent. But there are some wonderful songs in there. We don't go in there is one of them. And that guitar, we discussed that guitar back in September when this album came yes. out. That John Nolan like. We didn't realize how good of a guitar player he was. <laughs> and this fuzzy bass in the background too. Yes. So it's a good. It's it, it good. It carries the verses really well. What about this song stood out to you more so than "You Can't Look Back"? I feel the intro hooks you in right away, and then a very good verse. And then a very powerful chorus. Good building pre-chorus as well. And nobody's ever talked about a good song in that way 
ever before. <laughs> nobody knows, nobody cares about the how and why or where. And on an album that really struggled to have a lot of standout stuff, I always felt that this was the track that stood out yeah. the most uh-huh. on this album. And it was towards the end, after you're feeling like you've been listening to it for an hour. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, at least they threw in this good song at the end. Yeah. And it made it didn't seem it made it not seem that bad. Mm-hmm. Now, did you did you have a favorite track on this album? I mean, I don't. Maybe. You, okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it after the number one. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fair album. It definitely wasn't number four. Yeah. Of the Other year. honorable mentions off of this one. I really like Death Wolf. Of course, uh, stupid lyric video, but it's oh, a yeah. really good <laughs> song at least. Uh, I love but, that you thought they recorded that. Over or they filmed that over a weekend. It's like no, they did this one take. <laughs> they did this in four minutes. Four minutes. Yep. They ate a sandwich <laughs> in the, the back, back of a truck. pickup truck. Uh, but, tidal wave. The, the, re- the reveal that, track off of this. So. Just that little breakdown right here. Like that's a, just an incredible pre-chorus. Yes. And the production and they, on the drums, especially. Yeah, the drums really sound even and but still poppy yes. and it carries the rest of the instruments really well it just felt like this was the type of songs that they should do coming out of happiness is mm-hmm. like the whole album i felt should have been at this caliber right <laughs> unfortunately yeah. it wasn't yeah but it was know, still they wanted right. to go in a different direction and then i applaud hey. them for doing it i guess so yeah, they, they want they've, been, they've probably been listening to a lot of menzingers and a lot of brian fallon and gaslight and they're like Oh, oh, so they're, they're, oh, we can do that. They've been listening to everything I've been listening they've to. They've been listening to everything you've been listening to. <laughs> you guys don't have to listen to just what I listen to to be inspired. <laughs> Wait, yes you do. <laughs> yep, because we are right all the time. And then a little outro right here. It's a good song. I like it a lot. So Regardless yeah. of anything else, it's still a good song. If this was the second to last track... That's, I think that probably would have been great. We definitely don't need Homecoming. That no. is a bad song. Homecoming is... <laughs> it's, it's no, no, not their best, maybe? I don't know, maybe not. Not the best song they've ever done. Oh, boy. Going back to Jacksonville when you're from <laughs> North Carolina. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Adam. So my number five song of the year. I believe you have not heard this song, so I'm just going to go ahead and play it. Um, late last year, in December, I went to go take my daughter to her very first concert. We went to go see Lights play live. Oh, yeah. She was opened up by this artist, Kay right. Flay. Kay Flay. And, Who and you have told I me much about. fell in love with her music. She's a very... She has a... To me, she, she sounds like if Amy Winehouse joined um, or started a like 21 Pilots kind of band. Mm. This is the song Blood in the Cut. This is mm. the opening track from her EP that came out this year, Crush Me. Um, and it's a is it another a debut EP? No, it's, oh. it's like her third EP, I think. Oh, wow. um, and this is a song that is crushingly depressing to me. Um, it's, Does it have like it's better than Lord Factor, but it has some Lord. It's influence. got some Lord kind of undertones, but like this, this is kind of like a new kind of direction for her for this song actually. Okay. Um, this song is about how heartbreak and depression can bring you down so much that what you just need is you just need to you just need to scream sometimes sometimes you just need to hear really loud noises that hurt your head so bad just to try to snap you out of it Hmm. there's a line in here that crushes me to death or um um like i don't have an agenda 
All I do is pretend to be okay so my friends don't see my heart in a blender. Whoa. <laughs> blender. 2016, Mike, right there. I'm pointing right at my fucking face. Get your heart out of the blender, Mike. <laughs> oh, man. Just, and, just, and, and musically, it fits the lyrics really well how... The chorus comes in, and that's where all the crashing and the noise and, and the, the chaos kind of comes in where she needs it. It's got a good rhythm. It's got a good rhythm. It's got a good chorus. I just love, I love the lyrics, and I just love the way the song itself is composed. It's not a very long song. It's just like right over three minutes long, and it just feels so like it just jumps at you really most quick. Most of her other stuff doesn't sound like this? Most of her stuff is kind of like... 21 pilots like very like hip-hop influenced and like art poppy um, it's a very interesting mix it's like very like amy winehouse meets electronic pop hmm. yeah, i just love the eclectic nature of this song how it's just super quiet at points and it's super chaotic right there and the lyrics are just oh i hate myself sometimes <laughs> Oh, like I could have written this. I could have written this song, really. This is all about Mike. And yeah, and there and from like tracks, my 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 number six song on down. There's at least one line in here that really relates to me personally, and just that one line about her. I don't want my friends to see my heart in a blender. It's so so personal and so meaningful to me. And like I choked up when I heard that because it was so, it was so hard to listen to. That's a uh, blood in the cut by K Flay. Well, <clears throat> from one gut-wrenching song to another, how many more can we throw in? <laughs> Let's keep it at it, man. Keep it going, Let's baby. Let's keep going until you make me cry. That's the goal for today. Oh, man. Well, this is going to be my last sad song. I will, put it, I will put that down. Okay. But I can't say that's because... like, the, Why is my, Mo- Mojo Hands not a sad song? <laughs> <laughs> it's not because like my last three are you know not good. They're just... Well, of course not. They're really fucking good. <laughs> they're perfect. And they're really pretty heavy. In every heavy way. Yes. So, but this song, woo, man, my top four did a lot of flippity flopping over the last week. I would, I, I stopped listening to the songs and just kept thinking about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, okay, well, which one's going to go there? That was there. And then I was just like, well, all I can say is that I'm pretty sure that this is my number four song okay. of the year. And I'll say that for the next three. <laughs> okay. But let's let's just let's, let's just revisit how incredible. Oh, <laughs> oh the more, more Brian Fallon. <laughs> how can Rosemary? You... So this song Off bounced around, of course. Between number one, two, three, and four, up to three, down to four, down to yep. two, all over the place. And I and I feel like this is that song coming out of Nobody Wins. Yep. Where he's already accepted it, but this is. The phone call of her back to him. Oh, of I made a mistake. Oh no, and I want you back. Oh no, and it's probably the most up tempo song of the entire album. It's up tempo, but the most like gaslight lyric- song. But lyrically, it's still very sad. Yes, it's all about a girl who got rid of some stuff, maybe a relationship. Yep, and now she's regretting it. And where did all the good times go, Brian? Yeah. Remember when we had good times, Brian? He's like, sure do, but I'm over you. <laughs> and hey, 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 hey! It's alright, I ain't gonna bring you down tonight. 
all my life She said, I don't mind I'm just so tired of the empty sheets I sleep beside Oh, talk about yeah. lyrics that Hit you right in the feels, man. Oh I am. Man. I was so like, especially the beginning of the year, waking up after not after being so used to waking up to somebody, waking right. up alone to the empty sheets right next to you every day, every morning. It's beautiful. Hard it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautifully <laughs> tragic thing. Beautifully and tragic. So, you know, Mike and I both creamed over this song back uh-huh. in March when we reviewed this album. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I'm. I'm at least out of the up-tempo songs, would you say this is your favorite? Because <laughs> I know yes. there's, a, there's a softer one that is probably going to be later on this list. Oh, of, but <laughs> of the up-tempo ones, would I say it's my favorite? Probably not. Probably not? Okay. I wasn't sure where this one kind of stood in. If you had to rate all of the songs on this album. Yeah. <laughs> would it be up towards the top? Would it be in the middle? Yep. <laughs> it's just... it's it. it it is the most gaslight song. Yeah, you can't and, deny you know, that. We, we're we're kind of missing our gaslight. We don't know when we're going to get some more gaslight mm-hmm. sometime, but this is the good filler for some gaslight. And they, you know, they didn't spend a lot of time overproducing the vocals. Yeah, they're really gravelly and raspy, and I just feel like that works out really well here yeah. as well. Um, there's a lot of interesting elements if you really, really listen to the song as many times as I have. <laughs> But like, I'll just be listening to it and I'll pick up just something. I'll pick up a harmony or something yeah. like this. Like Every single time I listen to it, it's something new. And that and really, and we just passed it right here, but that really dirty, unrefined guitar solo yes. works out perfectly. I know. It's all short. It's all short and it, and it kind of matches the emotional impact of the lyrics. Oh, God damn it, Brian. <laughs> Who the fuck hurts you? Man. As much as I think she's being melodramatic, <laughs> still. Because <laughs> imagine if a girl was to say that to you. I know. Someday somebody's going to love me back to life. Be like, fuck you. <laughs> Stop being such a melodramatic bitch. But I but got it from your best album. Of when, when you put it into song. <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfect. Oh. It's just perfect. Yep. Rosemary by Brian Fallon. My favorite song on the album. My number four and final song of the year really <laughs> for for at least this album okay wow believe That's me very the, shocking the okay, rest so of them ended up on the list so they just got whittled one, down I, I thought we were going to share a number one song nope mm. nope because you already discussed my number one band <gasps> oh, and yeah. you said that yeah. that was your favorite track wait what it was it, it, you, oh um, on, already on this list you already talked about it last week uh, okay <laughs> I won't tell you which band it was, All right, but man. it was not my favorite song on the album. Woo, so Close. What, what are we at, my, number three now? We are at, that was my number four, so oh, this okay, should be so your number, number four. This is my number four. Okay, so we actually talked about this song last week. This is our only, so far, crossover Oh, uh, for uh, this list. Adam. Wow. <laughs> Adam, my feels. Your favorite song on this album? My favorite song yes. on the Tidal Wave by Taking okay. Back Sunday. This is... You can't look back. This and and I and I and I said it earlier. My top six songs are all songs that have meant so much to me because of how painful and how how painful this year has been, and how I've been on the road. I've been trying. I've been personally trying to go on the road road to recovery. You know, try to get myself out of this hole of depression and try to just move on with my life and, and and just try to make life a little bit more brighter. 
And this song is a good has a good analog to that. You know, this the beginning this the the, the character talks mean, about how analogy. Analogy, yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Uh the the character is 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 lost. He's just he's just down and out and he just doesn't even feel like moving on with life anymore and just kind of out of nowhere when someone has come when someone has come in and showed him what a great man he really is and what that that he that what he has to offer people means something right and it's 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 just and and not only are the lyrics personal to me it's it's Musically, I love the weird little transitions, and we talked about this on last week's episode. There's weird little transitions musically, where the song ends completely, di- completely differently than what it, how it starts. And again, I probably would have just kind of skimmed over this song as just being a good song, yeah. and not thought about it again if you hadn't posted it on Facebook. Okay, because <laughs> I remember like you posting it and being like, "Oh crap, which track was that?" Like, "Oh yeah, track three. That song was all right." Yeah, and then it just grew on me more and more as uh-huh. the month well four months now have gone by <laughs> it seems like so long ago yeah, but um I mean the, the some of the lyrics that stand out to me are um, that I didn't know what I was looking for come to think I wasn't looking at all uh, I'm not the same man not since you come not since you came in oh and then you know they turn it into a little little ditty chorus that this, this part only shows up in this part of the song too and it's it's good that they don't like drag out any it's it's kind of paced like a Lonely Island song. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do like a verse, a chorus, a verse, a chorus. Yeah. A little bit of an outro. And I think we both agree that Legalize is still a better song than this, but... <laughs> we gotta legalize, it makes me laugh. We gotta legalize crack, guys. It makes me laugh, even if it isn't as emotional. Uh-huh. Uh, and even though that person, whoever this person is in this song, has kind of pulled him out of this depression hole, this kind of sinking feeling that he has... It's not a dependency. It's just more of a, it's more of a gratitude of like, thank you for showing me what I could not see. Man. Yes. Oh, such a good song. It's like a song that, like, if you haven't felt that feeling at some time in your life, I don't think you'll really get it. You know, mm-hmm. you you'll just kind of hear like, oh, this is kind of a sad song. I kind of like this, but you know, yeah. unless you felt, unless you've been that low, I don't think this song will touch you in that same way. I don't know how these artists are able to feel so deeply drugs while we're dead inside. Legalize crack. <laughs> they would solve all the problems. Yeah. Uh, but they wouldn't be sad anymore if they were on crack all the time. We're going to make the best fucking hardcore little electronica album ever. <laughs> Taking back Sunday 2018 is going to be so much better. Oh my God, Adam. Uh, I just realized top, we're not top three, three. songs. I think 2016. you will definitely agree with and me on this. you said you're pers- done with uh, Brian Fallon now. I'm done with Brian Fallon. Wow. So my top three are, I would say these, let's see, these three songs do come from my top albums of the year. That is for sure. But this next one, we've already discussed this band. But which track, Mike? Which track do you think was my favorite one? It's not Mojo Hand. <laughs> you said you don't know Brian Fallon. <laughs> and it's not Cold War by Ed Mice and Men. <laughs> <laughs> why, so why do you like Pain from Of Mice and Men so much? Oh, that's right. That was the name of that song. <laughs> it just reminds me of how shitty Mudvayne was back in the <laughs> early 2000s. <laughs> but this particular track... Again, comes towards the the second half of the album, kind of just out of nowhere, and you're like, "Holy fuck, 
where the fuck did this song come from? Oh my god! Oh my god! Seosin, friend of the show, friend of the show officially, <laughs> the secret meeting of freedom off of Along the Shadow. Now both of us creamed over this song back in whatever month this album yes. came out, and we both kind of were just like, this wasn't what we were expecting. Nope. This is not the Seosin of your daddy. This is not my daddy's Seosin. <laughs> oh. and, and, and perfect screaming melodic tempo changes kind of chaotic yeah I I just like imagine Anthony Green is like bleeding from the throat while he's doing Mm. all this his screams are so intense for being like for being like a a a falsetto right and not screaming for like how many years years, yeah however long it's been since the EP um, and this song just like hits you out of nowhere yeah and you're just like oh my god I still have a whole bunch more tracks to go after yep. this that exactly. are be great oh boy and I forgot you don't I, I, I always forget how intense this song is the bridge hits you out of nowhere yep whoa nice little melodic little ditty the tempo kind of mellows out a little bit and I did read the lyrics to this song and I cannot remember what the fuck they were now. No. Anthony Green's lyrics are just kind of like very imaginative and dreamlike. These ones seem to have a theme. And I remember reading and being like, oh, that's kind of cool. I should talk about that when I'm talking about the song on the podcast. And it's gone. Nope. <laughs> that was so many days ago now. Oh, yeah. This is such a wonderful song. And it's, not, it's a nice little quick song, too. It's 2.45. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of mm-hmm. hits like, you like right at the end of the middle of the album. And it's like, why can't... Circus Survive sound like this ever. <laughs> Circus Survive its own thing. I just wish they were good again. I know. I'm uh, letting go. Great album. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. It's my favorite Circus Survive album. The Secret Meaning of Freedom. By so Say I think Ocean. it just kind of trails out there. Mm-hmm. The last few seconds. Yeah. I mean the so. the intensity, the energy. This is a great track overall. Whew, All right. My Mike. number three album. We got more feels, man. But like, this number is not three a song. Number, hey, sorry, number three song. Sorry, <laughs> this is a this is a song that comes off of one of my best albums of the year. Oh, it comes off of my number three album of the year. Ooh, so oh. then you were right. Yeah. I was trying to remember which one was your number three <laughs> album. Oh shit. Uh, so let's see. So this song is sad as fuck. fuck. But it's not. You know, last year I did all the sad songs. You did at my top. Yes. And you did kind of the more uplifting ones. I wonder why. <laughs> well, well, my best song last year was Cigarettes and Saints by The Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Wonderful song about I death. I can't remember what years was off the top of my head. Yes. God damn it. Come on. You know this one. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have to check my playlist. I haven't, like, I, I haven't I know revisited your, in a while. 2014 list was uh, Better Homes and Gardens yes. by Taking Back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, my number one song was Thrown by Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You and AP. Yeah, or P and AP. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my number three best. If you song, and AP are the right on the same thing this year, you never know, Adam. <laughs> I used to subscribe to Alternative Press Magazine. I'm a hack fraud. I agree. Anyway, uh, my number, number three. three song of the year, 
Sad AF. Sad AF. But that should have been the hat that Mike wore for the first nine months of the year. Yep. Sad AF. <laughs> but uh, this isn't the song that's sad in a relatable sense. Mm. It's sad because of what the lead singer is going through. Is it Cancer what? by Twenty One Pilots? Cancer by Twenty One Pilots again. <laughs> a top song of the year. I had to put it on there twice. <laughs> I think you'll probably know what it is once I play it. Um. Holy shit. Holy shit. The, no yes. one can make... This song really hits you in the feels because you can feel how much he loved his Nana, mm-hmm. how much he just wants her back just to hang out with her. This song is called Nana by the 1975. <sighs> oh, I live to 72. I hope I'm as good as you. Yeah. Man. And this is another song that doesn't have a song structure. It's right. just a letter to his Nana who he lost... And he just wants to see her walk in a room just so we can hang out with her. I Not to do that. anything. To, you know, he feels like he, he's a better person because he knows her. He wants to grow up to be as good as her. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the... Stay off the heroin. <laughs> you're not going to make it to 72. I'm so sorry, dude. Uh, but just, that's all we got to say. Stay off the heroin. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Anthony Green did it. He wrote a really good album. I know. And, uh, um, but... It's not over yet. Yeah, it's a pretty long song, right? Yeah, and it's and it's not a it's not a song that really minces words either. It's just like I don't like it now that you're dead. You know, imagine if you yeah, walked in the room. <laughs> imagine if you just walked in the room. I would like it if you did. You know, like, can you not be dead anymore? Can you Great. please not be dead? I would really like it if you weren't be dead. Yes. And uh, this Mike is like, hasn't had all the joy of losing, you know, family members. I've to actually death. been fortunate in my thirty years of life where like, I haven't had a close family member die. Hmm. Um, this be nice, right? This is why you love cancer so much. <laughs> by Twenty One Pilots. It's like, oh, this is this is something that no one can relate. to. No one this can relate to this. Big. All I can do is imagine what it's like to watch somebody die of cancer. Yeah, but like you <laughs> it feels, really feels fine. I'm sure you really feel the the, the sorrow and the despair from this song, and it's just mm-hmm. it's just so emotionally crushing and like. And you imagine what it would be like if you lost somebody very close to you. It doesn't have to be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a lover. It could be a it child. Could be. It could be. You know, and it's and and just the loss for words, where you just kind of just speak like a child, and just you just say the first thing on your mind. I just keep crying, and I don't know if we'll make it to the end of the song because it's kind of long. But like the la- the end of the song is just I haven't been I haven't really been doing so well. And the song trails on for a minute. Yeah. It's so, it's so sad. <laughs> I'm not oh. doing so well. I'm not, not doing I haven't so been well. doing so well. And the song, just, the guitar just trails on. Yep. It's a very minimalistic song. And I think anyone who's lost someone in their life can really relate to this in a lot of ways. Hopefully you'll never experience that, Mike. Never again. <laughs> you will live your life and no one you know will ever die. Ever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I mean, because <laughs> if that ever does happen, you're gonna go delete every single cancer song in your iTunes. Hey, Adam, I you don't want to listen. Really to sucks. Cancer by the, My Chemical Romance. I know it's a really bad song. And by Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the 1975 number three, number three best song. Nana Great song. There were a lot of songs off of that album that I chose. Yeah, but I don't think Nana was one of them. You don't think so? Because again, too Fuck real. That song. <laughs> Fuck that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, like I can't like say a song about about dealing with that could ever be the best song of a year. But if it makes a song a, a, a song can turn into art when it makes you feel. It when still it makes, has to be the best. 
it's I, I, I still feel like Nana was a really good song. Even that's if there was no yes. lyrics on there, that the the music, the instrumentation still makes you feel and it still yes. makes you You'd be like, Oh god, I bet he wrote this about somebody dying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell that guitar lost somebody. Yes. That guitar lost somebody very close to him. Who hurt you, tree? Who hurt you? Because <laughs> that tree he grew up with for those two hundred and fifty years he was in the forest. Absolutely. And then Rick Wilbanks came along and cut him down. <laughs> Made a guitar and shredded the hell out of it. Adam played a guitar. What's your anyway. number two song of the year? <laughs> Again, <laughs> my top four were all over the place. And I feel, at least for today, January 10th, 2017. No, January 17th, 2010. That's Wait, it. No. <laughs> 9th. January 9th, yeah. 2017. January 17th, 1943. Yep. <laughs> Where am I going here? I have to remember the name of this. Okay, moving on up, moving on up to my number two. Oh, that all worked. Okay, I'm going to write a song about that. <laughs> so I have already introduced this song to the nation of the skinny. Oh, my God, you're and playing no it matter, again. I knew it would end up, two. I knew it would end up in my top 12 because every time I play this song and the transitions of it that sound nothing like anything this band has done before all one album <laughs> if you don't remember from our from our episode of best albums of the year the song is called rain on me off of chemical miracle by trophy, uh, trophy eyes. eyes um the song i was not expecting from this band but as soon as it hit when i first listened to it i was like oh <laughs> uh-huh. this is this is definitely different i mean granted this whole album was different than their first album uh-huh um but this song just kept on getting better and better and better mm-hmm. and better. Nora is not a fan of Nora's Trophy not eyes. a fan of Trophy Eyes. <laughs> but this song, she's just mad it wasn't her. It wasn't your number one. <laughs> and this is how I feel whenever my daughter cries, <laughs> like it's raining on me. <gasps> Anything oh, uh, lyrically that sucks the sticks out for you for this song? Um, oh God, I read the lyrics earlier this week and now I can't remember. I think just every raindrop that falls on my skin reminds me of her. Oh my. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I don't know if it rains in Australia very much. So So the song really is more about the, the chaotic feelings when you're, when you're missing somebody. Makes it sound like your name. Makes it sound like your Ooh, and then a little chugga chugga guitar. As somebody who has felt many a heartbreak, I can yes. attest to the fact that you do have that chaotic feeling when you first initially start to miss somebody, and yes. you and you have and you can't do anything about it. Everything reminds you of them. Everything and all those things that remind you of them hurts you. And you and walk you around in the rain, yep. without an umbrella, nope, because you just don't care if you're soaked, nope. After I listened to our episode on the best albums of the year, 2016, and Adam spoke its praises of Chemical Mirror, Chemical Miracle, I went back and listened to Chemical Miracle. Holy shit, that's a good album. Damn fine album. It's so not expected. It's like like the wild card album of the year. It's like, oh, we'll go check out this band that's going to open for a band that we really like. I know. And I think they played this song at the show. Adam, I got a question for you. Are you Chemical Miracle? According to their documentary... 
of which I, Mike and I are a part of. <laughs> yeah, we're in that documentary. Yeah, you can see us there at the end. Uh, we, we don't want to encourage anybody to watch that documentary. It's not the best. It's not very good. It's 16 minutes of I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, we really like making this album. And then we get, we're going to go back to our jobs. Yep. And then and then we're going to hopefully go on tour and hopefully not have to do our jobs anymore. Uh-huh. And then they, they walk in slow motion for about 10 minutes. <laughs> There's a total uh, of like a minute and a half of footage of just them. <laughs> Walking in circles. It really, it really inspired me to do a drive-by curious documentary. I felt it. Guys, we need your help. Go to that Amazon affiliate link. Yes, we need those funds. Do it. (laughs) Um, But this song is great. This album is great. I can't say enough about it. I was insanely excited that it turned out as good as it was. Yes, I love the different musical transitions on this. I know. It kind of just goes from one thing to another. It sounds so eclectic and it sounds mm. so chaotic, but it's so peaceful at the same time. It's such an odd so song. Hopefully this band can make more money off their album sales <laughs> and off their shifts at Rite Aid. <laughs> the Australian Rite Aid. It's really hard. I mean, you have to give like six weeks in advance, take a day yeah. off. It's, it's really difficult. Rite Aid, oh, mate. Number two you best song of the year. Now, this band uh, shared this song with their fans. Uh, before the album came out, mm-hmm. I thought it was like. Well, he also and the lead singer also talked about it in a very brief little documentary. Speaking of documentaries, and he and it was just kind of like, it's like yeah, I just kind of came up with this song about a guy. About a guy. <laughs> I imagined he was swinging his arms a bunch of times. It's like when you go to go to war against it. a country. When you go to war against a country, and it's kind of like a man. And then the bottom swinging drops his out. arms, yeah. swinging his arms about, about bees, bees. <laughs> like bees. This is the song like Black, Black Honey. Bees. <laughs> this is the song Black Honey by Thrice. Now, initially, when you hear that, it's like that's an odd thing to write a song about. It is, but but it gets better and better. This song is one of my best favorite songs from this year because it takes such an odd premise of that. And turns it into something very politically meaningful that this country has been dealing with since for 15 Mm. years now. Mm. The idea of going to a place, swinging your arms as if you were to Mm. like try to go take some honey from a honey hive, and wondering like, why are they stinging me? Oil or oil? (laughs) And wondering like, wait, why are you attacking me? I just want your honey. I just want, yeah. It's I'm, fine. It's about the selfishness it's of man. Manifest Destiny. Yep. <laughs> that song is about the selfishness of man, and it's a, and a, and it's about how you don't realize the consequences until it's too late. Right, you know, yeah. you do it, do what you want, do what you please, do it again do till you got what you need. need. The chorus is infectious. The 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 the, the, the instrumentation is. Is strong and powerful, and it really fits the the story of the song altogether. And I've been singing this song since I first heard it. And Thrice are just doing what they do best, and they just write amazing songs, unintentionally creating <laughs> one of my favorite songs of all time. It's really bizarre. I mean, of course, this song ended up in my top songs of the year. Okay, not my top twelve. Though. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> I felt like. They stood out so much yeah. from the rest of the album. This one, Blood on the Sand, yeah. and Defeat the... What is it? Oh, The Long Defeat. The Long Defeat. 
like Defeat the Load. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Long Defeat. Like those three tracks stood out so far oh, away yeah. from the rest of the album that it's jarring Ooh. to listen to them out of the context of the album. Really? Okay. So that was why my brain said, I can't put these in my top 12. So I, I let them go. Oh, Again, boy. I was really sick okay. during that time. You so were in a haze. I don't know if I was thinking the right thing. Uh-huh. So I think but, hearing this now has now replaced your number one with Black Honey by Thrice. So Adam, I want to talk about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Defeat the low. My number one song. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but Blood on the Sand, of course, is a great song. Blood on the Sand. Yeah, we played that. Uh, or at least I played that um, last uh, on our best albums of the year. Um, but this was the song Thrice needed to do to yes. bring us back to their album. And Thrice, Thrice, again, just proved to us that they still got it. Doesn't matter how long it's been since their last album. It's only been four years. But, uh, <laughs> but holy shit, they still got it. I'm still, ex- I'm, I'm still excited they still choose to stick around and make another album. But if, yeah. if they keep writing songs like this, they can stay as long as they want, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thrice, you guys, you guys, I love you. So much have a future. Thank you for the. I think, I think great they're going to make show. I think they're going to make it. Yeah, this great new band called Thrice. <laughs> yes, I think, I think they'll make it. I heard they had a couple earlier albums that are okay. Probably trash. Probably trash. Early song, early albums are always yes. trash. All right, my number one. Oh my god, album. I have good? no idea what it is Remember now. Two years ago, when when Get Hurt was your number two. Yep. And then Get Hurt was my number one. Yep. And it was kind of awkward. We didn't really know how to how to talk Swing about it that. in there. Yeah. yeah. So luckily, that's not going to happen this okay, year. Okay. Good. So luckily. The Long Defeat is not my number so one. So far, we only have one song that we share. <laughs> I know, but that's okay, because I'm excited for I number one. I was so sure we were going to share a number one. Well, I still <laughs> like I still like your number one song. How do you know? Even though I don't know what it is. <laughs> but all I know is that you haven't played a song from an artist that I talked about three times already. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so part of me feels like... He might show up. I don't know. I just don't know. That's the beauty of this entire podcast is we don't tell I each other. I told you, I time. don't like Mojo Hand. <laughs> but I think if you listen to it again, you'll get it. <laughs> but again, I told you, my top four. Uh-huh. Topsy-turvy, flippity-floppity. Oh. But I feel like this was surprise track, awesome track, great track, the greatest track of 2016. Which may it may throw you back to two thousand four, uh-huh. but it's still I feel a step above everything else. Capsize, capsize, tear, tear me, me apart. apart. The song. Oh my god! The only song I had never got enough of. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! I was not I, expecting that. This was the first single, yeah, and it, it really sparked a lot of like. The fans, yeah, and I. The more you listen to it, even taking a long break from this album, it was like this was always the standout track on the album. It was a standout track of my eighty-five to ninety songs, uh-huh. and it, it never got old. Wow. It never gets old every time I. I hear agree. It. This song does not get old, my friend. <laughs> this is, oh wow, number one, number song. one song. It was Cap really size difficult. Beat Brian <laughs> Fallon. I'm telling you, this is the beauty of the list. <laughs> wow. The list don't lie, people. And this morning, I'm listening to Rain on Me, and I'm listening to Tear Me Apart. Like, which one's better? I oh don't. My I God. Do, I'm just like, I, I got to give the push to this one. Wow. I, and it might be because they haven't released a documentary. <laughs> but that's worse. You haven't seen Capsize walking in slow motion enough? <laughs> that might be why? I don't know. 
It's got that 2004 used vibe, which we already discussed. Mm-hmm. It's and it's it, it's original, while still paying homage to like the past like mm-hmm. hardcore punk scene. Wow. And it's in the same way that Trophy Eyes like kind of reinvented themselves for from album one to yes. album two. Like this album definitely was a step above. Absolutely. The previous yeah. album. I mean it made yeah. both of our top ten albums of the year. Well, this is a great ama- pre-chorus. Yeah, great chorus. Well, this is an amazing song. At least for me personally, I love the opening track "XX So My Eyes." I yes. love "Favorite Secret." I love. I, I feel oh, like the f- so many to choose from. I know the first five tracks. Yeah, are, are great. Track six doesn't belong, but the rest. Yeah, safe in- spaces. Like <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna listen to this album in its entirety today. Oh, it's so good. Oh, and great bridge. Which part of me is just like, did a producer create this song? Did they tap into my brain and then go back to the band and say this is the structure of the song you need to do? I or think this song is dirty enough to where the band yeah. like kind of created it themselves and just kind of mishmashed all these because it has a it has a very traditional song structure. Doesn't make it a, doesn't make it a bad song mm-hmm. in any way, but it's the, the song structure is great and very traditional. It's very it's very um oh. Drop out back into a pre chorus. Yeah. And then we'll do it one more time slow, and then we'll do one more chorus fast. Ooh! <laughs> no one's ever done that before. It was like my only criticism was that it seems like it's too long of a song. I like think we, it's we also. We need to repeat the chorus three times. There's a lot of songs on this album that's very formulaic, but by God, it's. They, 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 they know how to write a good song. And I could thrash the shit out of my car listening uh-huh. to this song over and over again. Oh, I already have. <laughs> many, many times. Wow. Just... Tear Me Apart by Capsize is so your number it, one did song. Did it surprise the shit out of you? The shit. <laughs> I, I've, already, I've soiled your chair because the shit has been surprised out of me. Man. That's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome, man. Good. Well, congratulations to Capsize. I'm really happy wow. and excited about this band. Like, there's only a couple of bands out there that I would want to go see now, and I almost feel like Capsize has been put on that list. Mm. So, I would love to go see them play live. Someplace small, preferably. Mm, yep. Not at Warped Tour. The Glass House. The Glass House would be perfect. Fine. We haven't been there in a while. I know. We could go in March to see Trophy Eyes. Yes. March? February? When was that show? Wait, that was April, I think. No, because that's Bring Me the Horizon. I think right. it's like February, I think. It was. We'll have to check. Let's, we'll double check. Okay. All right, Adam. My number one song. Excited. What do you think it is? I'm excited because I just never thought that um, um, Hardwired to Self-Destruct mm-hmm. by Metallica would be your number one song of the year. We use the term legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my number one song has... Stuck with me for the entirety of this year since I've heard it, and mm-hmm. there's so much meaning behind it, and there's so much personal stakes that I kind of carry with this song, and mm-hmm. I want this song to be the anthem of my 2017. I believe, mm. and 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 even though I, I even though I hold this song to a personal. Um, to a personal standard standard for myself, <laughs> I still feel it's the best song on this particular record. Mm, okay. And um, 
and go ahead and play it for you. We can sing it in its entirety. <laughs> you and me. I knew it would be there. I knew it would end up there. I'm just trolling you. <laughs> I'm just saying, we need to build a pool. We need to build a pool, Adam. They're building a pool across the street. We need to build a pool. But my actual we should... number one song is... <laughs> How Thank could you. it be anything else? Thank you for the troll. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> How could it be anything else? The look on your face is like I was just like, oh, fuck I, you. Think, I think he believes this. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like, please no. <laughs> I've had a really rough 2016. Uh, I, hadn't, I, I haven't been part of that. Not at all, right? You, you, how, how did you know? I never. It's not knew. like I've ever told you a single thing that's going on with me. Right. Um, this is a song that. This is a song about overcoming something that's tragic and heartbreaking in your life, but choosing to look past it and choosing to move on from it, choosing to learn from it, and still wanting to go on and live a wonderful life in the future. Ugh. This album will follow me to my grave. This song will follow me from here to the future. Uh, not just 2017. I will use this song as an anthem for myself to try to not to revert back to the way I was at the beginning of this year. I don't want to go back to that. I don't, like, regardless of whatever happens going in my life, if tragedy strikes again, if my heart is broken somehow, please keep future, this song I will, on your I will look back to this song and I will learn... From my mistakes that I, that I did from this year, therapy was a help. My best friend Adam was a big help. I tried. My other friends were a big help. Um, this song was a big help, and this is a song that means a lot to me because of this. And it, it, and it hit at the right time. It did because it came out in January of last it year. It did, like right when <laughs> shit started to go down. Yeah, like late January, I think. I believe so. Like, um, like that's when the single was released. And I remember it being I sh- like the single oh God, was released in January. The album this, came out. I was in March. like, this song is so positive, and Mike is not feeling positive, <laughs> but it's Brian Fallon. So I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to talk to him but about even how much lyrics, I like this song. Even in the lyrics of the song, there's hints of something bad happening, and there's something that happened in the character's life where instead, of, but instead of falling further down into that depression hole, choose to pick yourself up. And just move on and just try to live a happy life. Try to be happy. Try to live wonderfully. You know, don't That's why I feel like it's... This is a song about her yeah. leaving and telling him that she wants a wonderful life. And I can see that interpretation, too. And yeah. it works in the context uh, of that I, narrative. Either the, way, it's great. No, in the narrative <laughs> of that album, yes. that works perfectly. Yes. But as a song by itself... For a song by itself, from Mike McCullough, who had a terrible 2016 this year... I need this song. I need this song going forward, and yes. I will carry this song. In fact, I don't want to put it as a ringtone because I'm going to get sick of it. <laughs> but I want a wonderful life, God damn it! God and Brian Fallon, you didn't make me cry for once. You well, you made me cry me. tears of joy for once. You helped a lot. Number one song. Number so one song. That. And some other standouts from Painkillers that I would have chosen were Honey Magnolia. That was what I was thinking was going to be number one. Sad as fuck. I know. Um, among other you, foolish you, things, you tend to lean towards the things are going to get better. Yeah, even when you're not as happy. Right. <laughs> so part of me is not surprised that that would be your number one, but I really yeah. thought Honey Magnolia was going to be on. This your is list. what I thought <laughs> was your number one as well. Wonderful oh. life. But then you said you were done with Brian Fallon. I'm like, no, you're not. You have one more song. You fuck. I always <laughs> felt Rosemary was my favorite song. Yeah, but 
those three that I put on there, A Wonderful Life and Honey Magnolia are four and five. When did A Wonderful Life drop off for you? Because that had to have made your list, right? Oh, of course. But it was just because I knew the other th- three okay. were... I, I, I think Honey Magnolia I put above Wonderful Life. Uh-huh. But it was just like, it doesn't hold the same umph mm. emotionally as the the sad songs oh yeah <laughs> you know and you know that song is like it's the song is a little bittersweet because the, the character has suffered a tragedy and who knows that who knows if the character will you know will live will live that happy life mm-hmm. but at least in that moment he's choosing to um to right. to be positive and move on and not let the past bring him down anymore and that's where i feel like honey magnolia is the f- is a regression that that's that's a back and forth? Yeah, like I'm going back to you. I'm not going back to you. I'm, not, I'm going back. Not, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little and, bit of a relapse song. You know? Yes. Yeah. And then it goes into Mojo Hand, where he's just like, "Why the fuck am I making a mistake?" Yeah. It must be because this girl's got the voodoo. It's got the voodoo, baby. And, you know, it could have been written without the honky tonk. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I will, <laughs> I will take that song. Uh, I, mark my words. I will take that song to my grave, and I will, I will, I will, I will take the lessons I learned in therapy, the lessons I learned through my best friend Adam, the lessons I tried to conjure up myself, and just and and Brian Fallon, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, go into 2017 uh, much better than I did at the beginning of this year. Well, I know it wasn't all your fault, so it's, it's not, not like your you, fault. Not like you have to change, but I guess you're attitude on well my perception needs to change and i need to learn to let go and i need to learn that i am not what they rejected me for you are not defined by what other people i am not defined by the reasons why my last two relationships rejected me right over the course of a year over the course of a year 14 months two years in a row (laughs) wow (laughs) uh all right guys well those were our best songs of the year i Uh, really hope that you guys um agree with us uh and if you didn't please let us know why and I would love for you guys to share with us why some of your favorite songs were the mm-hmm. best of the year. I'm going to be posting both of these episodes on the internets. Uh, please, again, subscribe to us on iTunes if you can. If you have some time, please um, share a review. Uh, that would be most appreciated. And uh, please like us on Facebook. So 2017, New Year for the Skinny with Mike and Adam. We got some, forward. We, we got some more stuff for you guys. We're going to try better to be a better five show. Five-year anniversary coming up in June. Oh, my God. Man. Um, we should get the we should we should get. Oh crap! What the what's the what's the first network we were on? Podbender. We should get Podbender back together. <laughs> Why the not? The Devil's Advocates. They're still going strong. The nerd and the jerk. <laughs> yeah, whatever became of them? Oh, they broke up a long time Soul ago. Soul Crush Radio. Soul Crush Radio. Yeah. <laughs> they gave up as well, right? Yeah. Oh man! Pretty they much were, everybody. They were like the only like legitimately funny one. I remember well, it, it was it's us, Generation Oddcast, technically, and the Devil's Advocates, who still make shows, right? Yes, we're the only ones still from that network that still make shows. Yes, they cool. reluctantly make shows because thousands of people download them every week. So oh, they're like, boo-hoo. well, I guess we got to keep making shows, guys, because you want it, America. Boo hoo, <laughs> you curmudgeon. Anyway, uh, please help us out. And if you would like to, if you're going to, if you're planning on buying anything from Amazon sometime soon, I'm sorry that I keep harping on this, but it's pretty important to us. We want to, we want to be a nice, legitimate podcast going forward. So like this you. is this this is a step in the right direction. Go to our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash Skinny with Mike and Adam. Our top pin post is an Amazon affiliate link, which will redirect you straight to Amazon. And all you got to do is click on it. They'll take you to Amazon and just do your shopping, and mm-hmm. that helps us out a lot. And hopefully, I received my packages by June. 
9th, January 9th. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and that's going to that's going to help us like get better equipment for the show. That's going to help us expand the show than just the podcast. We have a lot of ideas of what we want to do. Too many but ideas we, my wife keeps saying it's not happening. Is it happening yet? When's it going to happen? You keep talking about things happening, but it's not happening yet. Don Reed needs to subscribe <laughs> to us on the skin of Mike and Adam. <laughs> She's not a fan. Spite. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope that you guys had a great Christmas holiday season. Uh, we hope you had a great, safe New Year's, and we'll see you guys week after week right here on the skin of Mike and Adam. Bye. Adam, say something. Um, Rainbow Sprinkles should have a mustache. <laughs>